Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, think there's no money in D.C. for startups? Yes, again. We underestimate just how deep our bench is here in this city when it comes to technologically savvy professionals. And partly that's because we have so many government agencies here. We have uh, large parts of the Department of Defense. We have the intelligence community. We're now joined by Jay Gamble. Jay is the managing principal of Blue Ventures, one of the leading seed stage investors in the greater Washington region. You guys have helped start a lot of great companies over the years. Jay, I understand that this is not the first town you've lived in. You've lived in a number of places during your career. Why'd you pick DC to become a seed stage investor? I've been in several major cities all in the US. Uh, DC is just, uh, I mean, we have the federal government, we have vibrant suburban communities. Uh, it's just a very different type of city. Compare Washington, D.C. to, say, Richmond or Houston or Atlanta. Uh, they're all great cities in their own right. Just D.C. has a complexity and different communities that some of those other cities don't have. So what is it about the entrepreneurs here? Because you've invested around the country, but now Blue Ventures, you guys really double down. I mean, you're doing many, many deals each quarter. What is it specifically about the D.C. entrepreneurs that helps them stand out compared to folks in other parts of the country, even Silicon Valley? I think it's a couple of things. One, we underestimate just how deep our bench is here in this city when it comes to technologically savvy professionals. And partly that's because we have so many government agencies here. We have uh, large parts of the Department of Defense. We have the intelligence community. And all of those agencies have uh, a, a tremendous appetite for technically skilled people. And, and not every city has that. Now, every city has technically skilled people. They just don't have as many as we do here in a very uh, small space. A lot of, lot of technology chops here. Yes, absolutely. And by the same token, I think what we're finding is that a lot of those people, many of our listeners, I suspect, are currently working full-time gigs in a company where they're doing technology. One of the things that you specialize in at Blue Ventures is helping people spin technologies out and start companies from scratch. What do you look for when you consider helping a newly minted entrepreneur change careers or start a company? You know, actually, uh, I'll take it a little bit further. We don't exactly look for an individual entrepreneur. We look for a team. That is the first question that we ask ourselves about a new company, and that's where we focus the most energy in terms of getting to know a company. Uh, I have 24 partners. All of us have been fortunate enough to have some success in our careers. None of us have been successful outside the context of a team. So we start with the team. Is it a strong team? Do they have all the skills necessary? Do they, are they a highly functioning team? Do they get along well? Um, one uh, indicator we look for is a founding team that is actually founded and launched and run a previous company, and now they're working on their next company. When we find a, the, this is very hard. Launching a new company is very hard, mm -hmm. regardless of skill, regardless of product, regardless of market. And when we find a team that was successful, has already done it once, and now they're doing it again, and they're still talking to one another, 
that indicates to us that this is a highly functioning, very capable team. It's interesting to me that you focus so much on teams, yet so much of the mythology around entrepreneurship yeah. is the idea that entrepreneurs are single combat warriors, you know, going out on their own and making things happen. But that may be the way Hollywood describes it, but that's not actually the way to succeed in this world, is it? We don't think so. Certainly based on our experience, um, none of us achieved a great deal of success on our own. We are successful. We were successful because of the teams that uh, we were a part of and the teams that uh, were around us. Uh, yes, I understand. If, if you're writing a screenplay or a script, you it's all about character development and you focus on the protagonist. And I, I understand that. But in reality, it's, it's a team. It is, as I said, it's very hard to launch a new company, let alone a new product. And you can't do it if you're just one person. When you look at your investment history, you've had a lot of wins, and that's mm -hmm. why you're still in business, because mm -hmm. you have to have wins to mm -hmm. be in business. When you look at the losses, the write-offs, um, the companies that don't work, is there a common characteristic that uh, I'm going to describe as a bad entrepreneur seems to have that's his indication of likely failure? No, uh, no. In, in our experience, uh, the, the failures that we have had um, have, uh, I will go to... Um, the, the term of art is no market, meaning there was no market for the product or the service. Doesn't mean it wasn't a good idea. Doesn't mean that technologically it wasn't very solid. So for you, you think it's more product market fit rather than say somebody not being good at working with other people or not being socially aware and so forth. You, all those things can be overcome if a product and market fit are good? No, I you, you certainly, to be successful, you need all of those things. But if you have, a, again, going back to the concept of a team, if you have a founder team that's going to keep you honest on your relationships with your customers and, and your relationships with team members, then the social context will be fine. But um, if, if there's one thing, there's, there's a commitment to a product or a service that we're, for which the market just isn't large enough. I mean, the term is no market. But rarely is there no market. Okay. Usually it, the market is just much smaller. The demand for that particular solution or technology is just much smaller at this point in time. All right. So last question for you, Jay. Blue Ventures is, I think, on a quarter-to-quarter -quarter basis, the most active or one of the most active seed stage investors. You guys help start more companies just about anybody else. Are you optimistic about this coming year for your investment activities in our region generally? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Why? Uh, our pipeline in terms of due diligence, companies that have approached us, um, is full. Uh, it, we have been running at a very high speed, talking to a lot of companies for over two years now. And, and there is no let up whatsoever. Uh, it's just a matter of getting to all these companies and figuring out who is a good fit for Blue. So one statistic, at our last partners meeting, there were 38 companies on our list of due diligence companies, mm -hmm. and they're all at various stages of due diligence. Um, we've been in the low 30s to high 30s for the last two years, at least. And you guys have had a recent expansion of activities that I think is particularly important if you're a cybersecurity entrepreneur. Yes. Uh, within Blue, we have launched a separate effort. It's a cyber seed fund. We actually have a separate working group of partners that are targeting uh, cyber seed companies and trying to facilitate their development. Last year we started, uh, we invested in 10 cyber seed companies at an early seed stage. 
And right now we have 28 cyber companies in the due diligence pipeline. So we expect this effort to continue to grow throughout 2017 and beyond. So Jay, if I'm an entrepreneur and I want to find out uh, whether Blue Ventures will be interested in my company, how do I contact you? Best, easiest way is go to our website, blueventures.com. There is a tab where you submit your information. Also, all of our partners, all of our principals are listed. Our bios are there. All of our portfolio companies are listed there. I would encourage anybody to work their connections, work LinkedIn or their informal connections or go through meetups and just find a way to introduce yourself to a portfolio company or a principal. And that's the best way to be introduced into Blue. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Jay. Good luck in 2017 helping to grow our region. Thank you. Make no mistake, there's money out there if you're an entrepreneur looking for it. But here's a hint that I've learned over the years working with entrepreneurs and investing myself. There's no substitute for meeting an investor through a referral by way of someone they trust. It builds your credibility and it shows the investor that you have what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur. You can sell and build relationships. And that's the most important lesson of all. And more importantly, we'll see you next time on What's Working in Washington.